0: Tennessee Wildcast is live on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody. I'm Jason Harmon, and welcome into this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Hey, we're excited to be here at Ames Plantation, uh, and uh got a special show for you today. we got Tank with us and Mr. Greg Griffin. We're going to talk about deer... Shed hunting. Yep. Deer antler shed Tank's hunting. Tank's the star
1: of the show. I don't know how long he's going to hang out right there, though.
0: <laughs> he's going to be with us for a while. Hopefully, if he runs off, we'll call him back if we need him. But...
1: As he knocks out a camera or two.
0: <laughs> he, yeah, knocks out a camera and, and all that good stuff. But uh, he's the star of the show, I believe, today.
1: Something that's becoming very popular out there is shed hunting with the dogs. And uh, Greg's been, do- how old's Tank, four?
2: He's four, And you've yes. been doing this
1: how long with him?
2: Ever since he was seven okay. weeks old. All right. so. so
1: this, this is, I, I have quite a few friends that are, are into shed hunting and I thought, you know, this will be something to talk about. And uh, Greg was just, happened to be the closest one and easiest one to get out to do it, and we actually had a couple good locations to go we did, not as true. good as your place in Kansas wow. but we'll get to that in a minute but yeah, uh, we
0: got some stuff to show and some pictures to show
1: yeah,
0: uh, yeah. maybe a story or <laughs> two about this buck here but yeah, yeah
1: yeah we got to talk about the big stud down here so and, uh,
0: so this should be a fun show thank you all for tuning in and uh, uh, we'll just get started the first I want to uh, meet Greg and talk about Maybe learn a little bit about you and how you got into the outdoors and hunting and and into this sport. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, I'm like a lot of people when, you know, when I was young, my dad introduced me to hunting and squirrel hunting. You know, I think that's where most of us, what I call cut our teeth is in squirrel. Groundhog, I was groundhog. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it started squirrel hunting and, you know, as you get older, I don't know, you start pursuing the bigger game animals and... Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the deer is just a passion of mine. We've shed hunted. Me and both of my sons have shed hunted for many, many years without dogs. And I've had many friends that would say, you need to get some dogs, and y'all need to train for shed dogs. And, you know, I always say, yeah, yeah, well, we finally did that four years ago. And I wish I'd have did it 20 years ago. I mean, we've enjoyed it so much. I mean... I mean, they've just gotten so much better every year. You watch them progress, you know. And he's four years old, and uh, I think like I was talking to you earlier, Jason. Mm-hmm. You know, out of ten sheds when they're the a year old, they might find one or two. Then they find three or four. Then next thing you know, they're finding at least half of everything we find. But I mean, we find a lot. And when when I say when I say the uh, the dog finds a shed. I don't mean like we see it, and then they go get it. I mean that's when they bring it up, and we know nothing about it. So that's when we claim for them to be finding the sheds, you right. know. And but we find a lot. I think we found 115, close to that number this year. So, so uh,
0: tell us the time frame that this this uh, that y'all do this. When do they start dropping the, this, their antlers, and when do you find them?
2: You know. Pretty much a rule of thumb when we go back in the Midwest where we hunt out in Kansas, usually mid-March everything is pretty much dropped. Okay. <laughs> this year we had a few that was even one of our better four-year-olds was hanging on to his. I mean, we'd already gotten there. I see. I think we got there on Tuesday, which was the, I think the tenth or eleventh this year, and we was sitting uh, watching TV that night. And the deer that I
1: me this. The, the, this is pretty wild the,
2: the deer that I'm wanting to find we call goalpost okay. my phone dings and I get a picture of him mm. i'm like I told jeremy I said well, we can't go in there I said we got to avoid that I said he still got both sides so we actually was going to cut around and go to another piece of the property when you have to go through this one gate to go around my oldest son looked at and he said he said there's a nice shed right there and this was the next morning though huh and when we pull up there, go posted, done shit shed it, both sheds laying 30 yards inside the
0: gate.
1: Yeah, right at the gate. Yeah. Not <laughs> so not how you find them every day.
0: So so they're not always that easy, not I that can easy. promise you. No. You know, I've only found probably three or four sheds in my whole life. I've never no. really went hunting for them. Mm-hmm. I was just out in the woods at the right time. Right. And uh, so, anyway, that's pretty cool.
1: Uh, we ought to bump into uh, the Kansas picture or the slide there. That's uh, you all in Kansas. That's it what is. you and Tank did in Kansas, is it? Right? Or and, had, and, the boys? and
2: actually, my oldest son okay, and his dog, right. right? Yes.
1: And so, 38 in three days.
2: Mm-hmm. And you know, that's not just, I, I mean, it's good. We shed hunt these farms every year. So, you got to remember, there's not going to be tons of old sheds laying on them. Mm-hmm. So. But it was it was good, you yeah. know. The most we've ever found up there, I think, was fifty something. So wow!
0: And then Tennessee, y'all do this as well. But we do. We're, we, not, we're probably not going to see this caliber, this this mass. No, the, no. <laughs>
2: right. In
0: some places, you might. There's yeah. big deer in Tennessee, but but how is the hunting compared in Tennessee as uh, to Kansas? Well, I mean, there, there's, there's quite a bit of difference. There, it's, it's, it's like that day. It's <laughs> probably but, a lot But, you know, harder.
1: we went, and, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking that we really weren't finding that many, and we right. thought they were still holding on to them. That's right. And then, wasn't it last week that my husband still saw a buck with both? I think he texted you and said, I just saw one with both antlers he, still on. He,
2: he actually so, did, and I've talked to a couple more guys that actually have seen some, too. Right, so, so you know,
1: it's like they haven't, Look, like they're still holding on to right. them, they haven't dropped. that's um, right. So, but now when we went, mm-hmm. uh, you like to go, and when we're going, you like the sun at your back.
2: I I prefer a rainy, cloudy day. If you if you said you could only go one day, it's going to be a rainy, cloudy day. And
1: but if it's sunny, it needs to be at your back. It does. We talked. Well, we were there on a sunny day.
2: If you if you ever noticed an antler, you can lay that antler out anywhere on a sunny day, especially in the in the woods. It's, it's very difficult to see on sunny days, but. It, that overcast, even a rainy day, I mean that antler to me I, I say it just pops in the woods. Mm. Uh and you know, rain a lot of times it kinda lays the forest floor down a little bit. So I mean it is easier if they're not easy to find, but but they're <laughs> right. easier on them days, you know. So And we
1: had noticed uh and we did. Now I will say not all these pictures are antlers we found that day. We did right. We right. bait a little area up just uh, for okay. pictures we like. But now what was so funny is we did bait an area, and we're like, that's not a baited one. The, the know, very first one. Yeah, the very first one was not uh, what we baited yeah. up. But, you know, just to get some photos and some videos. But we went on, you know, two long days or that's whatever right. doing it. But we did notice on the one of them out there that with our sun to our back, it was easier to see it. That's and right. when we turned the other way because we left it out there, and when we were walking back, we knew where it was, and we couldn't see it. It's, it's we just couldn't difficult. see it in the wheat field.
0: So talk a little bit about how – You trained Tank to do this. Well, I would like to give all the
2: credit to myself, but I can't. Uh, Nobody around here that we knew of knows how to train shed dogs. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I called Tom Dockin. He's he's in Minnesota. He's a pretty world-renowned guy. He is for shed dogs. He's the one that trains Lee and Tiffany Lukoski's dogs. And I tell you, they were so helpful with me. I kept. You know, I'd, I know they have probably get tired of me calling. But, <laughs> oh, it's that guy again. No. <laughs> but even if they didn't answer that day, they would always call me back in a day or two. And I was more than willing to pay for his advice. And I, and that's what I kept telling him. He said, Greg, he said, if your dog's not here, you know, you're not going to pay for it. But, you know, the long and short of it, he. it started out in a hallway. And I don't want to just sit and say Tom docking, but Jeremy Moore is another guy that we talked to quite mm-hmm. a bit too. And uh, but it starts in the hallway of your house and shut your doors. It's kind of teaching the yeah,
1: old retriever drill. That's
2: it. <laughs> I mean, that's where you start. Then you you know you progress to the the front porch, then in the yard. But it's like he told me. Uh, he said, Greg. He said, a horn. It's not warm. It don't move. It don't fly. He said and it don't feel good in their mouth. He said, "You've really got when he as he brings them to you, you got to get really excited. I mean, show him how excited you are, and that's, you know, when we move to the yards or whatever, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I and, used
1: to always say with your tracking dogs, what goes up the leash goes down the leash. Yeah. So if you're excited, he's excited. Yeah. He's excited. You're excited. It's good. If you're not." They feed off you, so the, the, you've got to have that interaction.
0: That's I, right. I'd say you've probably got—you I mean you do have a lot of experience because you were a canine <laughs> officer at, at one time. Yep. So you've had a couple dogs, like fifteen years, and they've—and <laughs> you've worked with them and trained them to track, you know, ammunition and that kind of thing. And, and I and, had
1: retrievers before that, and then have the bird dogs now. So yeah. Yeah. And it all comes back down to basic dog behavior. And like you mm-hmm. said, you start in the hallway. Uh, I always go back to the old Waters books, you know, everybody's, not, re- everybody's not, read those. But you start right. where, you, you know, you throw it in the hallway. And then everybody that I know with the antlers have mm-hmm. started with their dogs in, you know, in the hallway, then the backyard, and then going out and planting them for them, and then going out and actually start that's looking right. for them yourself.
0: Can they find them? Uh, do they have a scent? I mean, that, I, I, that, you know, I that, can't
2: smell it, but... That, it. They do. It's not it's not really strong, Jason, but, I mean, like, if a deer drops one then...
1: <laughs> you know, you'll still see it'll be fresh, and there'll still be some, like, right, blood right there, there'll be some hair, and that will hold a scent a little bit longer.
2: I, I'll tell you, when I really realized they had some scent one time when was coming back from Kansas, uh, <laughs> you, you know, you can smell them, and you really can't smell much on them. Uh-huh. Well, we had about 30 of them, and... We was, you know, we always go in Cabela's on the way back. Of when course, I, you
1: got to stop at Cabela's. I yeah, mean, come on. When
2: I opened the doors to get back in the truck, I realized them antlers had a smell to me. <laughs> uh, I mean, it it really was, you know. Uh-huh. I, and I assume I know that dog can smell them a lot better. Tank, for instance, and I'll tell you this really quick. I have actually seen him go and just kind of lock it down, and I know he's smelling something, but he, for the most part. <sighs> He he he's a sight dog, I think, most of the time because he covers so much ground. Gotcha. If I was to get him right now and go out here and say, "Tank, find that bone," That's you, you would the you, bone. you would be surprised how quick he would comb that field.
1: Yeah, they, no, they can cover he, an he area really pretty came. quick, and yeah. and he did really good job. And when I, I go back looking at, he was almost grid searching. Right, he he was very right. methodical about what he was doing. He had a pattern to right. himself. He but he was sight hunting more than he, anything. He we does. had a win. Yeah, uh, but you'd see him when he, as I say, when he just hit the scent, you right. see him, you know, turn it and go to it. Um,
2: when when that antler first falls, it's got some scent to it. You know, after mm-hmm. it sits there a year or so, I don't think there's much. You know, when it gets wet. True enough, I think it creates. Hey, you know, a I got
1: I got to stop back and say this. You know, you talked about it. everybody stops at Cabela's. I will say yeah. thank you, Cabela's, for having kennels and horse stalls for the ones <laughs> of us that travel cross country. Uh, it is a great place to stop and put your horses in a in a little stall right. outside. Put your dogs in a kennel, and you can go in Cabela's and shop for a few minutes, for yes, an hour, yeah. and then come back out and everybody's had a little break. But, yeah. sure thank, you like for, they, thank you for that. Uh,
0: thank, they thank you for stopping by. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, I
1: mean, it's a nice. It's a it's a nice. A facility when you're traveling with dogs yeah. and horses to be able to stop somewhere like that just to have a few minutes break everybody needs a break but all right now we'll jump back into that okay. cool. That's so awesome. um now y'all go to kansas mm-hmm. every year mm-hmm. um and like i said 38 in three days and then we got some pictures of this is us searching here local when you got back
0: right there's some i got a video here we'll we'll, we'll show that and they can watch uh, now we,
1: how many have you found so far in tennessee I
0: can't see it here but
1: since you got back, but
2: between me and my boys, we have all right. You'd have to add up what was 115 minus 38, so the there rest you. of them are here. So all right, well y'all yeah. been
1: y'all been busy. I know uh we went twice, and we were trying to get to another mm-hmm. day, but we just kind of hadn't got there.
2: You, you know the the key. The, they're not easy to find. I mean, everybody thinks they got them. Like come to my farm, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: well, and we did that. You came it, down where we hunt, and it, we didn't find one. Right. But now we're covered up. Uh, I'm not going to lie. We right. are in a very good area for no, hunting in Hardeman County, and, and you know that. And I do know that. And, uh, and that's something. So where do you go? It's not where you saw them during deer season in the rut. That's you like to go to different areas. So where do you like a, to go? A
2: lot, if you've got any late season food sources, I'm telling you, that's one of the key things because them deer are what we call winter up and really stage up in them, in them places where we've got, Standing cornfields, bean fields, whatever we've got that's late season is—you can find them within that mile or two radius. You're going to generally pick up most of them. It's the same way in Kansas. We've got, for whatever reason, we have got one block of timber up there that them deer winter in every year. It is unbelievable. That's where two of these sheds let's, come let's, from.
1: Yeah, pick them up, show them for everybody, so they can
2: see. Uh, this deer here is a deer we called split two and knew him very well. I just hate he got eat up. We never went in that block last year. He was four and a half last year. I killed him this year, five and a half, and he was 192 and four-eighths. Yeah, Stud. I, mean, I yeah. saw a
0: picture. He was a big
2: uh, <laughs> he, uh <laughs> We knew him very well, and I had another deer that we called. I, I can I go into story after story, but we called him Jake, and I really we lost him to the neighbors, we think, that shot him with a rifle at four and a half. He was a 160-inch deer. I passed this deer, and my son did too. We only bow hunt up there. Hmm. So uh, I passed this deer one morning. He passed him twice. And Jake, I had passed a couple of different times. But, uh, you know, you lose some of them. That's everywhere. If I could put them, I always say, if I could put them in a bottle and turn them loose after season, I'd do it. But it don't work yeah, like
1: you always <laughs> like, where did this one go, and now, what neighbor has him? That's right. Now, I will say, this is the only man I know of that... Um, Goes in that morning, kills the deer, this deer, mm-hmm. early, and then checks his camera, his cell phone later, and you've got a picture of it's him. It's
2: unbelievable.
1: Coming what? right to you. You can see you in the stand, and you it, can see the buck. That's it, awesome. It, it's it, awesome. It,
2: it really was, and when I pulled it, I mean, I had a picture of me in, in the tree. I mean, I was already ready, and he was in my, I had a Imperial Whitetail Clover food plot up there. And
1: Gotta get that in there. Yeah. He was
2: standing there, and I was <laughs> fisting the draw on him. He was 41 yards. And he started walking. I was like, and he got behind trees. But anyway, when I got, it was unbelievable. I've never had that. It was. It was. It was really cool to
1: see the pictures. That was
0: awesome. It was. Now these
1: are a couple others, and 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 you'll find some. As you said, some deadheads. You've got some deadheads, and we 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 find them every year. Mm -hmm. You you do. Uh, I know we've found one when we were out walking. So, um,
2: some of them take leaps and bounds up there, just like you know, some deer. That that deer you just had, Amy, is a four and a half year old deer. He's not ever going to be a whole lot. I mean, a lot of people look at him and say, well, why could you say that? Well, I mean, he definitely grew some from three and a half, but uh, I don't think he's ever hit the 170 mark. And we don't hardly shoot him. We hadn't killed a deer up there. It's been a long time since. So we killed one even below 170. Wow. I mean, you, can't, you, you can take it to that next level when you go out there.
0: We're starting to see... Bigger caliber deer in Tennessee mm-hmm. too, and those higher mm-hmm. numbers. Right. So people, you know, folks can can wait a year, for a year right. or two, and you're gonna you'll see them on your part. Uh,
2: all of these deer are four and a half.
1: Now, we know them. What yeah. was your what's your, what's been your best day? Kansas or Tennessee or I mean, you you got that one day that was just
2: wow. as far as finding sheds. Yeah, finding sheds. Probably the best day we've ever had was in Tennessee. Really? Finding sheds. We found twenty one one day. Yeah, oh, and that's wow. with your sons with, and their dog. W- that's right. Uh, one, one dog. Day. Actually, oh. just just me and Tank.
1: You and Tank. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah, so it's a I day mean, out with me and my dog. Yeah, I mean it was it was unbelievable, you know. Yeah. And, now,
1: uh, and I got to laugh with him. As soon as he gets there, he's got his little coat, and then he, you <laughs> always have your binoculars. I do. He's always got his binoculars, and he's always looking in the woods. What Classic. else? Anything yeah. else besides your treats for Tank? Because he is food driven. He that, does like his. He does like his, his, his treats. He likes his uh, yeah. snack. Uh,
2: and if he can bring me antlers like this, I do not mind giving him one. You got so. that right. Oh yeah.
0: But back to how you find them, uh, you said you'll know, use you section of woods or wherever they're, mm-hmm. they're they're wintering or whatever, but what about tree lines and fence lines? Where they're crossing and jumping and, and maybe you, you, thick areas where I, they catch their antlers on stuff? I, I know a lot. Y'all have heard this
2: as much as I have. When they jump the fence, they lose antlers. And it, and it I'm sure I know that's very true because if it jars, if it's ready to come off and it has a hard jar, but I've never – been fortunate to find a lot. Yeah, and actually, know,
1: my husband was looking at a friend of ours' Facebook video, and she was showing the turkey and the deer in the field, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, nice shed, and there was one right at her right. fence along her cattle field. Right. There's a shed, and she, she missed it. it and mm-hmm. then, like, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, a lot of people watched the video and had to go back, and there it was, and, there, and he's like, I'm always looking for a shed. But, yeah, I've actually found them at a fence it, and found them at a ditch crossing right. where they've had to, you know.
2: The, the thing of it is there's really no certain place that they fall off.
1: But sure, you sure like you like those green food plots or those places where they were feeding in the late winter.
2: You know cuz you know after the rut these deer really wore out, you know, and I mean they eat and wherever they're bedding they they generally don't do tons of traveling and I'm not going to say some of them don't, but I mean it's in them areas as they're recovering from a rut, you know. Mm-hmm. That that you generally will find them pretty close to if you got food sources. We found them in in the middle of a four-wheeler trail when no food source is nowhere. You know, it's just uh, when they get ready to come off. And back you know.
1: as, a, as an officer, we were looking for a, a guy had been on another guy's property, and it was kind of turkey season this time of year, and we were down walking through the creek. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, we found both sets in the mm-hmm. water, laying in the creek. Of course, he kept them. <laughs> <laughs> like I found them, uh, so,
0: and well, that brings
1: it up. I need to bring this up.
0: I was going to say this is be a good time.
1: We, we've got to do some legal ease here. We've yeah. got to bring up some legal things. You must have permission to go on someone's property to look for sheds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg here has got a lot of friends and a lot of people. You're not hunting the deer; you're hunting the sheds. So they're they're like, man, show Most me what of I've them got, don't mind. and they lay like for you mm-hmm. to come. But one thing, and I'm I'm going to grab my um, iPad here because sure. I do need to look at an email.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we're going to talk about access in our public property. But if you wanted to go
1: on our public WMA's, here are the rules, um, and this is in code. WMA's are closed to shed hunting when turkey season is open. Okay, that way you're not interfering with the turkey hunt. Mm-hmm. All right, and dogs are required to be on a leash. So I know Tank is used to working off leash. Right. That's on private property. But if you should go to a WMA. Mm-hmm. He would have to be on right. a long leash. You know, you could have a 30-foot cord or something, 20, mm-hmm. 30-foot cord. Uh, one thing I want to bring up in West Tennessee, President's Island is closed. Okay, that is not <laughs> sure our property. sure a lot of people would like you to You cannot there. go to President's <laughs> Island and look for sheds. That's with a dog or without a dog. Now, also, if you, if you were wanting to go to WMA, I would suggest, here's the hunting guide. Be familiar with mm-hmm. it. Uh, all the WMA managers, their names are in the hunting guides under the WMA. Call them and talk to them, talk to the individual manager. And uh, talk about the access to the area with the dogs and make sure you're not interfering with any type of hunt. Mm-hmm. And just to let them know that you're there shed hunting. You know, you're not out there doing something else. So Yeah,
0: and those guys are very helpful. Those managers, they know the property like the back of their hand. They can help you with parking and where you can be where you can't right. be. Right, and,
1: uh, and they can always tell you, hey, we've got this hunt going on. But remember, mm-hmm. guys, if you want to go, check the hunting guide. If turkey season is open, you can't be on there shed hunting. Okay? Which,
0: do you have that? When is turkey season closed? Do you know?
1: Second weekend in May, May somewhere like in that? there. So,
0: yeah, so you got to think about that.
1: Yeah, so I mean, and, and right now is the time to go, but you've got to be aware uh, it is closed to access when turkey season is going on. So,
0: awesome. Well, uh, Greg, tell us a story. Tell us a, a hunting story or something that brings back good memories. Uh, I know you're <laughs> not just a shed hunter. You <laughs> like to hunt deer. Do you hunt yeah. turkeys? Do you fish?
2: Oh, yeah. I don't fish as much anymore. I don't know. Uh, I don't find time to do.
1: He finds time to find sheds. Yeah. I'm gonna
2: find time to hunt these deer and, and shed hunt, but and I do turkey hunt some. I mean, I, I don't, it's it's not about really killing stuff to me anymore. I do I, I don't even like to say this I think on that. as
1: we all grow older, that <laughs> I mean, goes it's, away. It's, re, it's
2: really not, you know. And uh, I've went turkey hunting a couple times a year and I'm like this short, and I, I'm really not hearing many birds on our
1: place. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm not really hearing- not. One the other morning, that was it. And my oldest son went with me one day last week, and he called me that night, and he said, "He said I'm going to go with you. I said, well, I can go for a little while. Then he called me back. He said, I'm not going to go with you. He said, you're not even going to kill one if he comes up. <laughs> then he called me back, and he said, well, the other guy can't, so I'm going. But we did. We caught a big bird in that morning. <laughs> he videoed him, walked by, and he looked, and he shook his head. He said, I knew you weren't going to shoot him, Daddy. And I said, how many birds did you hear? He said, one, there's no birds on this farm. I said, that's right. I didn't shoot the bird. But, you know, I mean, that's as much fun to me sometimes. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. we're fixing to go to Kansas, and I will kill me a couple of birds up there. But we've got a lot of birds up there. Uh, you can step out in about any place we got up in here 15 or 20 gobble. I mean, oh, wow. it's kind of crazy up there, wow. you know. Yep. But they got a two-bird limit. Their season's about as long as ours, but it is a two-bird limit, and they and they got a lot of them, so. But I don't know Jason, these whitetails are my passion. And it's like I told you, it, it, it just grows stronger and stronger for me every year, especially some deer you get history with. All of these, like I said, all these are four- year old deer. I don't know if that one's going to do much. I don't think he, I think he may top out in the 160s at mo, at best. This one here. That's
1: hard to believe. Well, my cull buck's about a 160. <laughs> well, y-
2: you know, and I, I'm i not going to say he's a cull, but, but he's just one of them that genetically just, he's
1: just not going yeah, to, he's inferior. He's, not, he's just yeah. Not, yeah. But
2: this one here has definitely got some potential. Uh, what would you, how old would you say that one is? He's four, four and a half. He is. is mm hmm. Right. See, you don't have the mass of some of these deer
0: up there at four and a half, but he's got a lot of length on him, you know. Right. And you showed me a picture of this one when you harvested this. Yeah. This fork was, I mean, it was yeah, almost this tall. Come on up, yeah. So, what would you say the the if you were going to measure this one at this four and a half year old? If
2: I've got I've got so many pictures
0: I could show you. We guessed
2: him in one sixty, maybe maybe low sixties. So last. almost thirty points in yeah. a year. Yeah, but so. I mean, if his, if the squirrels hadn't eaten him off, he, right. he definitely had some. He had some pretty good length on these, but, Uh yeah he was he was a solid deer uh i'm i mean this would be the kind of deer i'd love to see around here Mm
0: -hmm. you know i think we're getting there i think we're i've I've, you know we're seeing bigger deer every year right but uh just give it some time no you're right every i mean there is always a few
2: people that's fortunate enough to harvest one that Mm -hmm. we we would really like to see around here but
0: uh it's hard to believe the world record right there in County. (laughs) (laughs) well the non-typical anyway yeah
1: but now, Greg, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If somebody was watching this show and he says, you know, mm-hmm. I want to do it, mm-hmm. what would you recommend for them to get into it and, and how to start doing it with their dog?
2: Uh with their dog, well the uh you know they There's, there's books
1: and videos There too. is. and, and there's and people that, to you know, you can ask for like you did, but you that's know right, if that you would, just want to watch this what do I need to do? Well how do I need to get into it?
2: I mean, like we said, just you start him retrieving and you know, you want to get a little small horn. Like a, li- like
1: a couple inches. Something yeah, that, that
2: cannot, like points like are on these. Mm-hmm. You know how puppies want to just grab something. I mean, the worst thing you want to do is have one of these stick him, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden he's scared to get it, you know. and yeah, that, just- that, I'm telling you what they told me, and, it, and, it, and it's true. Mm-hmm. But I started with like a little four-point. And I even grinded the tines down where they really couldn't. Yeah, that, make, I did. That's what my
1: other buddy did too. I, so I really, he couldn't he couldn't stab himself and exactly. get hurt.
2: But uh, that's what I would do. And you know, you just progress. You know, as he's doing that, make you got to make that really, really fun and let him know that. This is what excites you, so it'll excite him. And, you know, once you move out in the yard and you really start placing them around and he, br- and he does find them and bring them back, Now I'm telling it goes to a different level. It really does. And
1: like you said, you've watched Tank grow every oh, year yeah. as a shed, yeah. find, uh, shed hunting dog.
2: So when did you start training him? How old was he? Seven weeks. Seven weeks. Started yeah. with the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I mean, he Day was,
1: 49. No, I'm
2: he, was <laughs> he was, uh, he was the horn. I mean, it looked like even, even a small horn looked like it was gigantic for him to pick up. He was so small. You now know. people are
1: saying, what are they talking about? I know somebody's out there saying, what are they talking about in a hallway? You close all the doors. That's you it. You throw that's the, it. the antler down at the end of the hallway and you have him go get it and bring it back. And the reason why you close the door, they can't go anywhere. That's exactly The hallway right. funnels yep. them straight to you. And, and exactly. then you
0: give him as much praise as you can. Yes. That's it. And they're not going to go past yeah. you, but
1: that's just, and that's the same way with starting one to retrieve with a dummy or a ball you start in the hallway
0: that's it and then you know as you
1: progress outside you can get that long line if you need it to get to yeah so
0: cool that's awesome
1: well i know somebody was thinking what are they talking about
0: (laughs) yeah if you just tuned in uh this was all about shed hunting with dogs and and tank is our star come here tank come here boy he's gonna come (laughs) see me now but uh, anyway this guy right here can find those sheds and, and greg is
1: just remember, guys, ask permission to go on a private property and check the WMA before you go.
0: Greg, we appreciate you joining us today oh, and, yeah. and just giving it. us a little bit of insight on all this and, and showing us some pictures and video, and and uh, good luck out there. It's I appreciate fun that. Fun stuff. Maybe get you a couple of birds here in a few weeks. That's in right. In Kansas. We're, we're going to give that a try. So, All right. Well, Amy, thank you for co-hosting with me and, and getting these shows together. This has been a great Great day, and uh, we thank y'all for tuning in, and we'll see you next time right here on Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.